0: You know eventually we're gonna come with some kind of snappy intro and snappy music but as for now um pop culture rescue again it's me and
1: howie that's the siren okay.
0: maybe we can get um uh, scott steiner's entrance music and <laughs> yes. that could be our um pop culture rescue that people know it's coming
1: and then we'll get us on like a mega like a jimmy hart megaphone and we'll be like Please clear the streets. We're coming through to rescue something. Yes,
0: and and whatever we decide to rescue, we'll have airbrushed on the back of our jackets. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um, this particular episode, we're going to um, we're gonna rescue GI Joe.
1: It's a desperate need.
0: Desperate need because um they they failed on bringing back the cartoon. They turned into the A team. And then they failed with the movies. Uh, All of a sudden, uh, Cobra Commander was related to uh, the whole thing. So we're going to do this right. What we're going to do is we're going to um, rescue the the cartoon. Um, We're going to rescue the toy line and um, the movie. We're going to rescue it all. Rescue the hell out of it. Make it all better. So, so, let's go. Where do we start?
1: I think we should start maybe where... Well, I was going to say where it all began, but that was the uh, the big, tall figures that we aren't going to talk about.
0: <laughs> so, you want to go toy line first?
1: <laughs> um, you know, yeah, we could do the toy line, get that out of the way.
0: You know, the the, the thing about the toy line is one that was my introduction to gi joe some people the cartoon some people the comic but i saw the toy line first
1: i think i did too it's a little blurry for me but i think i think it went um toy cartoon comic for me
0: yeah i want i got on the comics way late and then once i saw they had gi joe and transformers in the same comic book i was
1: but, oh, absolutely. I think I jumped on it number 19. I still remember seeing it in a grocery store and being like, wait a minute, they have a comic of this?
0: Right. Incredible. So, so with the toy line, by the way, um, if you're, you're new to this podcast, which you shouldn't be, this is more or less the pitch room.
1: For, this uh, is the pitch room. A lot of stuff is getting, getting uh, unpacked right in front of your eyes. We... We 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 come with some general ideas, but a
0: lot of it's like, ooh, I like that. Let's do that. Yeah, we're freestyling. Yeah, structured yeah. freestyling. Yeah, more or less.
1: yeah, that was a good uh, that
0: was a good album in the '90s. I forget who that was. Structured freestyling. <laughs> was that H Town? That was um, H Town with a feature by Sir Mix uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
1: He <laughs> didn't mix a lot. Yeah. yeah. Sir so mix a pinch. Yeah, a skosh. So the toys, yeah. I, I mean I think you and I both have the same thing sitting atop our dream wish list of what they of the direction they'd go with the G.I. Joe toy line.
0: Definitely. We we all agree that um, due to the Maddie Collector and the four horsemen sculpts, that we need the G.I. Joe toy line to be modeled after the MOTU classics. Absolutely, the six-inch. I it's for
1: me. It's two reasons why. Mm-hmm. Because one, the those Masters of the Universe Classics are so perfect and amazing, and it really games the game, right? And two, it, it the three and three-quarter has just been done over and over in a million different ways, and the new with the more articulation and the there's thirteen different shipwrecks and they're all (laughs) and now every figure just kind of looks the same because they don't give them the color and the personality that they used to so yeah they're all um, they're all in black (sighs) i'm just done with it right so and and they've already also done the classic designs in the new style so there's nowhere to go with it as a three and three quarter anymore which is why like i was reading some news about the collector's club coming to an end because there's really nowhere to, to go with it and they can blame it on you know sales lagging or whatever that there's no future for the brand but it's just just do something new like all the people who bought all those figures if you if you do something new like a star wars black series six inch figure of gi joe whether they say they would like it in that scale or not they're all gonna buy it oh definitely i mean the
0: detail that you can see
1: and the and the and the scale between the guys that are just sort of um, you know, average body sculpt to like the jacked guy, like the big boas, and the you know what I mean. Like the what they could do with the different size, oh, just be perfect.
0: Yeah. Now, the one thing, the vehicles would be enormous, so we, we, yeah. we would have to only do like the motorcycles and maybe a helicopter. But I mean, can you imagine? The, um, yeah. the the I, night raven. Cobra raven, cobra raven. There's no
2: haven from the cobra raven. Two jet engines, a drop down cockpit, a hidden bomb port. Now you know it's
0: got twin rear guns and a one man drone, and it's on the lookout for GI Joe.
1: <laughs> I, I could oh my gosh, I could picture it like this though. The when the. MOTUCs came out it was just the waves of figures mm-hmm. and and when they established they had enough of a fan base then they said hey if we if we did a, a vehicle or if we did a castle Grayskull Skull, what's the interest and they did a really good job of gauging interest and getting sort of like pre-commits and spreading the word and then, and and then it was like okay we'll make it
0: no but we, yeah i
1: mean you don't just come out with wave 1 and then be like oh and also here's a sky a sky uh you know, an striker and it's like, four feet long, and, it's the you know, size big, of the
0: flag, 450 bucks, and, yeah, yeah, um, so, we, we, we definitely had to do that, but the base, the your base would be incredible, oh my god, ridiculous,
1: by the way, is the F-14 called the sky striker, I just like, stroked out on it, <laughs> I was trying to say sky striker, and then I just changed it to Striker because I, but yeah, so the six, I mean, we've talked about it before on Twitter. Yeah, the Austriker is the, like, open-air Jeep. It has, like, no top. Oh, yeah, so that's like, the, um... There's, like, six guys hanging off the side of it. Yeah, that's not the, the, that's the Doom buggy. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but yeah, so we've talked, you know, we, I think we even did, like, a poll a while back. It is the Sky Striker. Yeah. A while back of who would be in the essential. who are the Essentials in Wave 1. If Man, they were to do a six-inch line, so I mean, we we've talked about this a lot. Yeah.
0: So if, if we start, um, Hassie Collector, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hassie, yeah. nice. We do Hassie Collector with the um, bro bro collector, <laughs> the bro collector. But then you got to do a Hannibal uh, variant. Yes. Um. <laughs> now now, who do, how many how many do you have in your first wave? Um.
1: Well, if you did a subscription and you did one a month, you know, sign up for a year.
0: Yeah, twelve.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe do or do a, a subscription gets you ten and like one secret bonus one or something. Mm. Uh, and they ship, you know, every month or something like that. Make it make them twenty bucks each, two hundred forty bucks for the sub. I don't know. I would do it. Do you, Do you start with um flash and grunt? The thing about it is there's enough G.I. Joe characters that you don't you don't have to limit the first wave to five, like like they're doing with Thundercats. Because with Thundercats after two, three years, you're just out of characters. Oh yeah. Two, three Four waves. Years.
0: Like, yeah, That's yeah. Exa-
1: yeah, if you make the waves twelve deep, you, you get 12, two waves and you're done. But we yeah, I yeah, I don't I don't think it necessarily has to go chronologically like the first the real first wave of joe i think actually that might turn people off because the nice thing about gi joe is like if you talk to 10 different gi joe fans they jumped on at 10 different times Mm -hmm. and so you know for me i think my first figure actually was flash but it wasn't that it just came out and i was on board ground floor it was that that just happened to be the first i got but it was you know 85 or
0: 6 when i really dove, dove in so who is your essential must-be in the first wave? Uh, I, yeah, You know, I, I like, I, you know. Do you, sh- do you blow your wand and go Snake Eyes in the first wave? I, I think we can
1: because there's so many versions. I think you can save V2 for, you know, your ace in the hole, but you can put the first version of Snake Eyes in there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think you put a Cobra Commander in there as an anchor. You know, make sure because you don't you, you want to introduce it and have everybody jump right on. Right. So you got to have a few essentials in there. I, for, I mean, personally, Destro is a is a is a favorite of mine. Um, I just realized if I named six, they'd probably all be Cobras. So.
0: You know what you got to do? You have to put Cover Girl in there in the first wave. Otherwise, no one's gonna want it. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: but, yeah, that's true. They'll want Scarlet and they'll want Lady J. But, Lady J. Oh, yeah. the pink ninety variant. <laughs> That's from Destro's castle. You gotta do that.
1: They'll, they'll want Baroness big time. Yeah, so maybe you put a put put Covergirl in there and then just reuse the sculpt later. Yeah. No, but I mean, I just think the main. Point of it is that they have, they they need to change the scale. I mean, they there's only so much you can do with the three and three quarter. And I, I realize it's rooted in that tradition, but I I guarantee if they shook it up like this, it would definitely create some interest.
0: Yeah, definitely. So we need to steal um, the four horsemen, or or just have somebody copy off of them.
1: Yeah, and you know, there's gonna be the whatever purists or whatever you want to say that are gonna be mad at that idea, but. Guess what? Star Wars were the three and three-quarter Kenner size figures forever for thirty plus years.
0: And what about the purest? And what and then all the of a sudden bl- the GI Joe the uh, twelve-inch.
1: Right, but I mean with Star Wars, what happened was all of a sudden they came out with these black series recently. Because you're black. And everybody's going nut. Nobody, nobody hates those. Nobody's saying, oh, I wish they didn't do these. Yeah. They're going crazy for them. They're, they're there's like Walgreens exclusives and stuff that people right. are jumping. You know what I mean? It creates like interest in, in like characters that really don't even matter in the universe. Like if you, you know, like there's not a lot of uh, sci-fi fans outside of me as far as a GI Joe character. Oh, okay. But like you do a six-inch sci-fi really well, people are going to buy it just because it's a cool figure.
0: Are you saying that none of these Star Wars? Um... Want, um the clothespin articulation <laughs> yeah
1: right yeah, yeah. I mean, some of these things are just not even it, it's more just created like when they're ex- exclusive or hard to find it creates a frenzy it's not even really based around how cool the actual character is
0: yeah so okay so we can wrap up the toy line with just saying we need the 6 inch scale we yep. need um the detail scope, and we need the essential characters. Exactly. It's easy enough. Okay.
1: So, for for the, I mean, we might as well stick cartoon because my kind of um, my big idea exists in the TV show uh, slash film. Mm-hmm. But for cartoon. I think that they were really on to something with that resolute series that that special that was on like the after dark like the adult swim type thing Mm -hmm. Um, the anime I I think it was pretty pretty widely loved the animation style was good the story was good major blood gets killed in like the opening scenes which is they were (laughs) I mean the character would have been cool to keep around but the fact that they kill someone and we did the same thing with our Masters of the Universe rescue. We said, come right out of the gate and kill, like, Whiplash. Just oh, yeah, right definitely. off the bat. Opening scene. Just so that you know, like, this me- this is real. Like, this means business. Um, but no, the point I'm trying to make is that they just need to make this. Same as He-Man. They may- need to make this for the people who are into it. Like, stop trying to, like... Oh, how do we introduce this to a new generation? Well, you've got a current huge generation fan base that's into it that and has would money. Pay, would, right? Like, why try to market it to to kids? Like, um, by reinventing it, it, it it's something you know. It just doesn't. Like, imagine if uh, they the the folly of if they were like, oh, let's uh, actually make Deadpool for the kids, oh. right? No. They, made it for the adult fan base it had and it did amazing um, but I mean I'll let you talk a little bit about a cartoon but I've got that and, and then I do have another idea for a cartoon if they had to skew family friendly
0: okay so here's my thing and this is going to bleed into the next part so I'm going to so when you when you do your idea you'll you're be almost on your own So alright listen the cartoon alright I don't want to do a movie I I kind of don't either I want to do a live action TV show yes so do I so what I want is a live action TV show Um, we'll put it on AMC yes and um, the writing for the TV show would be straight hammer it would be okay taken straight from the comic book okay Can, can you imagine perfect the TV you turn you turn on, uh, Giangio, and you hear nothing. The silent episode.
1: Oh, that would be amazing. The si- You
0: just you're just watching it just.
1: And if they get and if you know AMC would be great because if they got the writers and directors that they get for their amazing shows, they can make anything great.
0: Exactly. I mean, the Except only time. Except Little you...
1: Winter Sun.
0: Well, shouts to the Little Winter Sun. But, I mean, the only time you would hear anything was when the commercials, and the commercials come off, you just, you hear nothing. You're so, so, I want to do the, the comic, the first run of the comic, pretty much. It's already written for you. it got the characters and everything. So yeah. then, back to the cartoon, I want the cartoon to be a prequel of the live-action TV show. Almost how um, Arrow did with Vixen. So okay. they had the Vixen cartoon, and then she showed up on the, the TV show. So the, the, the thing about the cartoon would be how the team was formed. Because when you go to live, like, you just, you know, no origins. It's just, we're in the middle of the, the battle. Everyone knows each other, and you just don't, you don't have to waste time on introducing people. But on the cartoon, you can do that. You could do, um... Extra character or, origins that isn't necessarily important. It's like, okay, this is the this is um... I don't know, Rakondo's <laughs> origin. That's yes. not a cartoon. We don't have to do it in the uh, on the TV show. And then old missions. So on the TV show where they where they're referencing the old missions, you can do the entire mission on the cartoon. And What's so, perfect about that too is
1: as far as the. AMC show is they've already laid the blueprint with Walking Dead just here's a comic that already exists and people can go ahead and read the whole thing and know what's coming but it doesn't matter the show's done so well and every once in a while it's a little bit different that you know the comics already exist here's here's the whole universe laid out now here here it is in live action
0: exactly and anytime they need to fill in some gaps Filling some holes, they could do it on the cartoon, and ah, it, it keeps incredible. it fresh because they could do missions that was never mentioned on the TV show. Right. Yeah. So, so that's 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 what I would do.
1: That is kind of what I would do too. Now, not as far as the tie in with the cartoon, but so so my big idea coming into tonight was also. A live-action TV show. I think that's the new way to. Because we've had a cartoon, we've had animated specials, we've had a rebooted cartoon, we've had um, two movies, and it hasn't resonated. Right. I mean, what? it hasn't. It hasn't really, really, really satisfied the hardcore, and it hasn't brought in new fans. So, live-action TV is the next thing. Um, quickly put a bow on the cartoon thing. Mine would be unrelated. But if they had, if they, re- if if we really were in the pitch room for this and they were like, okay, you've got to come up with a kid-friendly new animated series, I would actually pitch it like this. Either, um, you know that that, like Toy Box video game that was out not too long ago and G.I. Joe was a playable property in it? Mm -hmm. I would almost do like a Toy Story type thing where it's G.I. Joe, and it's animated but it's the it's the toys instead mm. of like the characters so the toys are the characters but it's basically like they, a, a toy story type thing where it's following the adventures of the G.I. Joe toys and then that's and then you know it being owned by the same company you could bring in a Transformers crossover like could have other toys in the universe mm. I,
0: don't, I don't know robot chicken with a
1: budget exactly Exactly. But more importantly, the live-action TV show. (laughs) More importantly. So I love your idea because it just reminded me so much of The Walking Dead. It's like, here's a a comic book series. Now let's just bring it to life live-action. My live-action show is actually not even called G.I. Joe. Mm. And you may, since being a uh, loyal reader of Under Scoop Fire and my ramblings in the past you might know where i'm going with this but this would be a and i'm picturing it as like a fox or a cw show kind of along the lines of gotham or arrow okay and it would primarily be based on the cutthroat corporate and legal dealings oh, of extensive of enterprises <laughs> it would be called extensive enterprises perfect And so basically now what you've got is a Better Call Saul to the G.I. Joe universe where there's a couple characters in it that you know and then occasionally more and more just come in, Maybe, maybe it's for one episode, maybe it's they get introduced as part of the bigger story, but right off the bat you're not getting Cobra Commander, you're not getting Duke, you're not getting Destro, you're just getting these two guys and you and and so what you have there is an entry point into the franchise so we talked about this with master's universe with when you compare when you do a show like arrow no again there was not a huge mainstream following for the character green arrow no like my wife watches the show she was not a, a green arrow fan. she didn't know who he was like she didn't know if he was marvel dc nothing no no idea who his villains are who his significant love interest is nothing but that show was done in a way that it could bring in new people and now that its universe is expanding people are wrapped into that and you've got like a generation of you know what like tw- you know 20 30 year old men and women who know who Captain Cold is now, and who... All these people in the CW-verse, right? That is true. So... And they've never picked up a comic book. They've never... You know, they didn't own the counter-superpowers toys. They, they had no clue who any of these characters were. But it's because the show is accessible and done in a way that it's not so steeped in the mythology of the property. So you do this show, and it's like a legal, like, corporate drama. And it's, it's these two... Like you know, make them two hunky twins, mm-hmm. and almost and fine, do it. I mean, at, at their core, Flash and Arrow are soap operas. Pretty much. But we love them because they do enough to satisfy the fanboy in us, and and they do it right enough. But they also open themselves up to a bigger,
0: bigger audience, mainstream. And you know the best thing <laughs> about them, um, in the cartoon when GI Joe didn't recognize them. Yeah, just like <laughs> oh these are uh, two businessmen and then all of a sudden they would see him and, but they didn't put yeah. two and two together <laughs>
1: right now I'd probably ditch the whole acrobat thing for this and maybe the whole like feeling each other's pain that'll be slowly uh, waded into those waters but, but what they could
0: do and and with the uh, business and the, the corporate uh, thing have Cobra commander as um Like the Kingpin and Daredevil. Where they talk about him but you don't see Ah, him but you know that he's running some stuff and then you can you can do all kinds of um behind the scenes stuff there.
1: The whole first season could basically be we don't know who's like funding the whole operation or we you know what I mean? Or like basically they there's a boss that they just don't really talk much about that lets them kind of do their own thing. Like there's there's so many ways you can go, especially when you think about I mean You know, I I can perfectly envision your show in the AMC universe and I can perfectly envision this in the CW or 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 kind of Fox because of Gotham, but like you know, you could have and and look at what Arrow has done as far as like spin offs like Flash and you know Legends. I mean you could
0: have dreadnoughts. The dreadnoughts has to be the spin off,
1: yeah. Yeah, because it could be like I mean, in in terms of Better Call Saul, you could have it be like, well, here's a dirty job that needs to be done and we can't get our hands dirty, but, you know, who... And then they learn of the,
3: you
1: know, motorcycle gang, basically, that'll just do dirty work. And then they come in for, you know, a two-parter and all of a sudden they get their own show, like, you know, like we've seen happen on the CW. Or, Or Dr. Mindbender has, like, a Freak of the Week type show where he's creating these... You know these things. There's so much you could do, and then and then now you've got this whole fan base that was brought into at an accessible point that wasn't in this
0: weird huge universe that people wouldn't want to dive into. Exactly. So basically, make a TV Joe universe, and it's how exactly. how Marvel um, has their different like Thor. Is, is the sci-fi or fantasy movie and Captain America is a war movie. And, and yes. So you would have all of these different genres in the same universe. Oh, but yes. Oh. You'd
1: have... The Mindbender would be like Fringe. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then that way you could... Because that's what G.I. Joe is. It's a lot... It's and a... very a... It's a... It's a... anarchy. Right. It's just a straight up... You know, G.I. Joe is at, at some parts a military drama at some parts science fiction and at some parts space, you know, like they've got it all. So, you know, like you said, create a universe and have four or five different things, you know, not all at once though, because people won't jump in because it's just a bigger, like I wouldn't, you know, you don't, I wouldn't want to see a a live action show where they just try to just throw it all at you. It's just too much. Like, where do you even start? Now I like your idea because it's, like, with The Walking Dead, it's like, here's a comic, and we're bringing it to life. That's that's great. But, I, yeah, I'm with you. I think we just give up on the movie franchise and, and start fresh with live-action TV. Yeah, TV and the, universe. And there's so many actors that, that would be really well. I mean, I didn't go to the trouble of casting all this, but I think that there's a lot of t- B actors that, so there I. For well, the, we definitely got
0: to do um, Mary Kate and Ashley as Tom Maxwell and
1: <laughs> I googled twin male actors, and actually, there's a perfect. I think they were in the Harry Potter films. It's James and Oliver Phelps. That like, if you go to underscore fire or just Google, the, what I wrote was five ways to bring G.I. Joe back to television, and this is a couple years ago. If you look. Or Google that and look under for expensive enterprises. There's this set of twins that's like they're wearing suits. It's like you couldn't you couldn't uh breed Tomax
0: and Zama better if you tried. <laughs> so I like it. I mean we could that way you can do you could do the mass device, you could do the pyramid of darkness. Oh absolutely.
1: That yeah, that's your big uh Mid-season finale, or your season finale, some big, huge plot that they get pulled into.
0: I'm aboard. So, so what we what we do is we do the TV universe, and the the action figures will be easy because they'll look just like the people on the TV, and they'll have the extra detail because of the the, the new scope. We got. I say, yeah.
1: I say the the figures for. Yeah, so if, if they did the figures based on your show, or your cartoon, the, the big thing for me is the figures have to have the, the traditional, like, colorful design.
0: Well, what we do is, we do just like um, Maddie Collector, on Hassie Collector, we'll have, we'll have the, the, the classics, and then we'll, like how they did the Filmation wave, we'll do the, um, the Hasbro wave. Yes. So you'll yes. have you'll have your, your your low winter sun version, and then and then you'll have your colorful version. We're not putting everybody in black leather, right? That see, that's
1: the thing. Like, right there is the biggest thing at at the core of this whole thing. No matter if it's a reboot of the films, or a new show, or a new cartoon, what has to happen is, basically, when you think about it, what makes the Avengers film better than any of the X-Men films the color the distinct personalities it doesn't need to be realistic they don't all have to be wearing black Kevlar it doesn't (laughs) I mean don't like don't make it don't even try to be realistic right like how, how realistic is it to have uh, alien race invade New York City and the, a superhero team saves us? It's yeah. not, but it was better than G.I. Joe and it was better than X-Men that, that try to be so real.
0: Exactly. Yeah, we, we, we need the colour. Bazooka has to rock a jersey.
1: Absolutely.
0: No, there's... Yep. And Wild Bill has to be... Hmm, I think he might be racist. He has to be... Yes, <laughs> yes. Have well, like a, Cr- a Trump pin
1: or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, cross country has a Confederate black belt buckle. Yeah, you can't get line.
0: rid of that. It has, all of that stuff has to yeah. stay.
1: You can't. And and the thing about it is like the thing that ruined the first Joe film for me, and the second a little bit a little bit better at this part, but it's just that when you have a character like Snake Eyes and his whole striking visual charm is that he's in all black and that was like a huge departure from all the other gears and that's what made him stand out as a as a character then they put him all in all black right so there they just look. it's just kind of gave him lips oh so yeah that's to me now do
0: we have to me, do we have to do Terry Cruz's Roblox? Can we do anything no. else? No, Thank
1: we're not you. at all. So here here's one so again, I didn't do any like current casting, but I did say that in my mind if they if 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 we're in this planning room and somehow we were in charge of this whole universe, which we should be. Of course. And they came in and say, No, we absolutely are sticking with films. Um, and, you know, we're sticking in the same universe that we've already created. I would go like this. Okay, well then we're going to jump forward a little bit and we're going to have the current, like, main G.I. Joe characters be old and have them pass the torch to new ones. Kind of like uh, Star Wars, so it would be called G.I. Joe, The Task Force Awakens. Oh, of course. <laughs> and older G.I. Joes. So <laughs> what's hilarious about this is this is going to be the second... Pop Culture Rescue podcast in which we've brought up this show, but again from human target <laughs> oh, yes. uh, the main character, Mark Valley, the actor, the blonde actor, would be a great old Duke
4: Mr.
1: D. like he'd never get cast just straight up as Duke because he's like 50, mm-hmm. but he'd be an amazing like close to retirement Duke that's gonna pass the torch to somebody, and uh Melissa McBride who plays Carol in The Walking Dead would be an amazing close to retirement Lady J and uh, so then I was la- I left when you say Terry Crews because I'm like I got Danny Glover as my stalker <laughs> and I would just have these like older G.I. Joes pass the torch to a new set of just completely new creations just all new recruits that we've never met before
0: if we had to do that movie, I can get, I can see that, I could see that. So yeah. what it would be, I don't want
1: to. I hate that idea. But if we had to,
0: it would be like the, um, the animated movie. Yeah. Would, Where they uh, get the big lob and. Right. 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 What, what, not, what we will not do and what we will never do is Cobra La. No, no Cobra
1: La, never. And I and I'm okay with Don Johnson. But he wouldn't be Falcon. He'd be one of the he'd be like our old Flint or Hawk or something.
0: No, he's Flash. <laughs>
1: yes, he's he's Zap. He's Zap. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, I yeah, like it. So that's 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 kind of what I prefer. All, right. All
0: right, Decker. What we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back and. Um mess around some more with this uh, G.I. Joe um, reboot. After this. G.I. Joe will return after
2: these
3: messages. Gather round, Joes. Our orders just came through. What's Cobra up to this time, Duke? No, not Cobra. Apparently, we're being deployed to Afghanistan. Hmm, okay. Yo, Joe? Yo, Joe! Who wants to jump on Google and find out what a Taliban is? Oh, okay.
2: I was concerned about your colorful unit training my men, too, until I heard about your experience with ruthless terrorist organizations.
3: You can count on G.I. Joe to keep a low profile, Colonel. Now, if you could just point me toward the local Petco, seems the flight didn't agree with our exotic bird. Oh, Holly, watch the eyes!
4: Oh, 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 oh. You simply knock out an enemy, throw on his clothes, and ahoy, matey, you're undercover. Questions, anyone? Estevez? I'm not Estevez, sir. I'm Hammond. Oh, of course. Sorry. I meant you, Estevez. I'm Sanderson, sir. (laughs) It's so hard to tell you guys apart with your matching uniforms. Where's Estevez? There is no Estevez! (laughs) Son, you shoot like that in the field and your enemy could end up dead. The idea is to herd him back to the enemy line, safe and sound. Hey, this laser rifle's loaded with bullets. Amateur hour, guys.
2: Intel is suggesting the insurgents are massing here, here, and here. Excuse
3: me, Colonel, but shouldn't we be more concerned with the enemy's weather dominator? It's about a million degrees outside. It's the desert. Well, then some other kind of dominator, a sand dominator maybe. I don't know. Just spitballing here. Sir, the insurgents are moving. All
2: right, send out a division. Yo, Joe! Send out a division
3: to. Alright, this is it. Remember, keep your hands and everything will be fixed. They're shooting at us! Oh my god, they're actually shooting at us! Get out of the trouble! Get out of the move!
4: Does anyone else feel like a dumbass right now? Yo! Yo! Great job, team. Those insurgents won't know what hit him. Great job, team. Those insurgents didn't know what hit him. All right, troops, you got him now. Heard him. Heard him. Back to the line. Good job, team. He'll be turning tail any second. Oh, it's a meat grinder.
3: Who will protect the world from Cobra after we've yoed our last
4: Joe? <laughs> Look at those fools. I knew the Joes couldn't handle the rigors of actual combat. What the fuck was that? Move! No, we're in there! Go! 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 go. God, God damn, God damn. Bitch, protect your commander! You win this day, SEAL Team Six. But next time, good job, everyone.
2: Good job. Good. Good job,
0: everyone. Now back to GI Joe. Welcome back to the show. Um, We're we're pop culture Rescuing G.I. Joe Uh, We talked about the toy line We talked about the cartoon We both, uh, neither one of us wants to do a movie So we're we're doing a live action Television show Feel free to give us your comments You can comment on on SoundCloud You can comment on iTunes You can comment on underscorefire.com You can comment anywhere Twitter's fine have works anywhere well. just give us words we just want words comment to your co-workers who's never even heard the show just walk up to them and say you know i kind of like the idea that um we we're gonna put it on amc and when they look at you like what are you talking about you just walk away hey
1: don't have any fear about bringing this up in public to strangers i that's how i promoted uh the masters of the universe episode of uh pop culture rescue i i took my son to a Sacramento Kings game and I just, I kept going up to strangers and be like, yo, you like He-Man? And if they said yes, I would uh, hand them, I would quickly pull out a post-it note and scribble down the entire URL for them to try to, and I, it was hard. I mean, a lot of them walked, kind of trailed off or walked away. He,
0: he also had a trench coat and he opened it up and it had mad stink oars in it. <laughs> mad stink oars. <laughs> um. Now, listen, now with the toy line, one thing that we must do, we must have, is the, the file cards.
1: Oh, 100%. That's huge. Well, file cards. Well, the packaging, to me, is a huge draw for G.I. Joe. The, I mean, I bought a bunch of the 25th anniversary figures just because the cards looked exactly the same, and the card art and all that, and flipping it over as a kid on the back and seeing, like, who else is in the wave and who oh there's another row there a new wave coming out like or there'd be like a shadow and like a
0: question mark like who's that gonna be so now this is what i think i think that we should in the packaging include the file card in the packaging and not make them have to cut it off
1: no yeah they're cutting it yeah i agree yeah
0: just 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 happen in there that works now with that being said the, the cool thing about reading um, the, the file cards was you would get some backstory that um, a lot of times didn't make <laughs> a lot of sense. <laughs> sometimes, it, sometimes
1: it added to the character's uh, mythology and gave you a reason to like them, and other times it didn't, did yeah, not do so much.
0: Other times it, um, you would wonder how they got recruited. Um, yeah. Which
1: which got you and I talking one day, and it has there has to be an extensive list
0: of GI Joe recruits that didn't pan out. You would you would think, right? You would think some uh, some recruits that maybe they um, they had um, come in and uh, for an interview. And, and,
1: and some of them you would think would be a, a knockdown, like um, Comfort Girl's sister, Maybelline. Yes. And then others didn't go so well when uh, I heard there were huge accusations of nepotism when Shipwreck's drunk and highly unqualified sister, Trainwreck,
0: was recruited. Um, now, um, there, there was a rumor of um, a recruit who was a, a homeless guy. Oh God! Uh, he's a former homeless guy. He's undercover. He does undercover work. You know, okay. um, um, akin to how Fletch was in the first movie. Yeah, um, and he had long stakeouts. But the thing was, he was known to eat shoes. Oh God! You know, he's out there on the stakeout forever. And he has no food. He would eat shoes, and his code name was Soul Food. <laughs> oh, that's incredible! Yeah.
1: Soul food. Yeah, it's soul food. Um, well, he might have not panned out, but one that I'm surprised at that didn't was the G.I. Joe event planner, codenamed Group Text.
0: <laughs> <laughs> didn't he have a um, small owl that was called Evite? <laughs> yeah group
1: text with Evite <laughs>
0: <laughs> can't wait until they make that figure
1: and hit you know, he uh, his whole entire uh, camp when he came in to, for tryouts was sabotaged by the G.I. Joe gossip agent codenamed Subtweet. <laughs> terrible this day and age no. it's all different now no. technology changed everything
0: the, the this one recruit, I'm guessing he didn't pan out because of the teasing. Oh. Um, he was a former missionary, you know. He was a man of the cloth. Um, um, unfortunately, the only virgin on the on the roster, <laughs> and his uh, his uh, nickname was Slowpoke. <laughs> no poke. Oh. Um, unbelievable that this one
1: didn't pan out because, you know, the Joe's got to eat. And I understand that Roadblock is no stranger to the mess hall and he mm. can whip up a dish. But um, I can't believe that they didn't end up uh, giving a job to G.I. Joe sandwich artist, codenamed Footlong. <laughs> you know? And he could have a
0: pat, too, like ex- extra cheese or deluxe spicy Italian I don't know you, you know I think it's because that name isn't necessarily PG um, oh footlong yeah, and I think it has a lot to do with the reason why um, this recruit these recruits that um, went to the, um, the office to uh, try to become a part of the task force um, it was an ex-porn duo um, oh yeah an ex-porn duo now they're serving their country but their nicknames was Charlie Horse and Groundhog. And I think that, uh, <laughs> because of their background, they did not get um, accepted into the fold.
1: They got farther than you would expect though. Oh,
0: definitely. They got uh, pretty close. Just the amazement of why they called the guy Groundhog. <laughs> they, they, they had some fun with uh, having to show
1: them how he earned that name. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of physicality involved with being a G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of hard work it takes a toll on your body, which is why you'd have thought this recruit would have uh, been a shootman. But, alas, he didn't make the squad. It was the G.I. Joe on-site masseuse, codenamed Deep Deep Tissue. <laughs> Comes with the, it, it, maybe it was the big accessory, the massage table, and the baby oil and the hot stones. Too much yeah. plastic.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was probably because um, they they codenamed the table "Happy Ending."
1: <laughs> that that would be his pet deep tissue with Happy Ending.
0: It'd be
1: like a little uh, little monkey or something.
0: Now, now, um, when you're dealing with Cobra, uh, a lot of times they'll take um, hostages yes and, um, and you know there's a, a few a few Joes as it is right now that aren't really um, happy with using guns oh true yes Link Flynn comes to mind yeah exactly he, he hates them and it, um, he has he, had, he would have had a brother in arms there um, with a guy who does not use guns at all um, oh, he was yeah. a negotiation specialist Okay. Uh, Codename Cockblock.
1: (laughs) Negotiation. Let me guess, he was good at ending negotiations early. Exactly. (laughs) Codename Cockblock. His uh, archenemy was Wingman. (laughs) Um, Okay, well the GI Joes they gotta they gotta get around, right? They mm-hmm. need transportation. They gotta be able to get from place to place. When it comes to uh, taking the havoc, of course you got cross country to drive that. Of with. course, you know if it's going somewhere in the Dragonfly, you got Wild Bill, obviously. Mm-hmm. You're gonna take the Vamp, you got Clutch, but when it's time to take the GI Joe soccer van out, <laughs> you need uh... code name mom somehow <laughs> no. no. shit didn't pan out no. I had a lot of actual recruitment but the VJL soccer fan has to make it run across town
0: Mom practice <laughs> code name mom jean <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, um, when the when the uh, when the Joes um, have to infiltrate or um, uh, combat Cobra, um, they need a plan. They do. Um, they need someone. Can infiltrate without a plan? Exactly. They need someone to gather everyone around and come up with a plan. Um, so the Joe strategist, um, nickname, code name, Circle Jerk. <laughs>
4: Oh, Circle Jerk.
1: He's good for morale.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, he just gets everybody around. And, you know, they didn't necessarily care for him too much because he always thought his plan was the only plan. And so uh, they uh, code named him Circle Jerk.
1: Well, he got, I'll tell you what, if nothing else, even though he didn't make the team, he got people talking.
0: (laughs) He definitely did.
1: Be it it at the water cooler, be it via email, or be it through social media or texting which uh, actually was came in handy for the GI Joe digital reaction specialist code name emoji <laughs> not the strongest recruit there not there was no one under the guise uh, that he was gonna make the team nobody. Nobody thought emoji was ever
0: gonna make the <laughs> spot. He probably had the worst poker face when they, <laughs> yeah, when, yeah. when they're playing poker and, and at the base, <laughs> he gets a good hand. They're like, oh, uh, uh, he's got, uh, He
1: gets a good hand. All of a sudden, he's got dollars tongue hanging out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he he runs into the two scar- thumbs up. He runs into Scarlet and is the eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> with the three droplets. <laughs> oh, emoji.
1: She's like, oh, wet. is that wet suit? <laughs> I got
0: nothing. Um, uh, really quick, uh, supposedly, yeah. there was a, um, <laughs> we know the dreadnoughts. Um, they're, yeah. They're, they're uh, an interesting bunch, you know, buzz, buzz cuts and leather and jeans and, and tattoos and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um it was a new dreadnought recruit codenamed Hep C. <laughs> uh,
1: that's probably probably the, the cleanest of them all actually. Yeah. I probably would rather sleep with him than Ripper. <laughs> yeah. If I to if I had a dreadnought. Well, you know, speaking of uh, you know very famous uh, groups of folks like the Dreadnoks, you know how uh, there was a mask crossover, and Matt Tracker was actually a GI Joe. Yes, the new in the twenty fifth style action figures, they made Matt Tracker Specialist Tracker, and uh, GI Joe decided since that was such a success. Crossover, they decided to uh, calm the depths of mask and uh, get some more recruits. They brought in uh, mask agent Gloria Baker, you know, she's shark. And the uh, problem was, they named her specialist baker, which led to a misunderstanding. Her accessories were a muffin pan and an oven <laughs> And her said preheat to 425.
0: Big problem. She could have been the lunch baker. <laughs> baker. She, she had a big uh, tattoo of Baker Smurf on her arm. <laughs> yeah,
1: a big uh, white puffy hat.
0: Was one of her accessories a rolling pin?
1: It was, yes. And and when it was, when they discovered she could not bake a batch of pancakes for shit, they kicked her out. It was all it was all about managing expectations. The incumbent specialist
0: baker is a certain expectation level like, where's the scones where's the scones now um f- for the kids they were they were thinking for the kids um re- you remember the bat soldiers the, the the robots oh yeah
1: the robots
0: yeah Yeah. everyone loved them because you could uh, take off down the arm and put on a hook hook on or so, something they were Pittsburgh
1: Steelers, like Steelers
0: fans there, there was definitely those which I'm not um But what they what they decided to do was bring back that, but they wanted more interchangeability, and so they came up with the Acme Vipers, and those guys you just you just uh, order from the catalog, and and you put whatever you want in a a bat suit so they can fly and lots of TNT. Oh yeah, lots. (laughs) They could be like trampoline or. Bullet pellets that you can turn into um, birdseed. Yes.
1: Uh, big like fake landscape scenes that you can run into. Yes.
0: And a and a and a hole maker, so you can just draw a hole or a tunnel. Yeah. And, and escape
1: the real hole. Yeah. Huh? Jump right into it.
0: Yeah. Acme vipers. Not bad.
1: You'd think that those and uh, that they would have panned out as a recruit. You would think. Do you even do you even have to recruit a robot? Well, you got to program them. Oh, that's true. Um, that might, uh, you know, could be part of the problem with this uh, recruit that didn't pan out. Um, but I heard, and now this can't really be proven, and this is why somebody like this would have come in handy, but I heard there was a G.I. Joe continuity specialist codenamed Plot Hall. <laughs> But I guess we'll never know, right?
0: Exactly. His his missions were uh, redacted. A lot of uh, yeah, a lot of plot devices. He Uh, came with the that
1: was his big uh, thing, not the mass device, the plot device. Plot device.
0: (laughs) Now, um, if you remember the cartoon, you remember that um, the Joes had couples. It was um, where you had Duke and and Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah. And well, Scarlet and Snake Eyes, and yeah. then a little bit of a depends on the depends on mm-hmm. versus cartoon. Yeah, well, um, an interesting um, development was the first married couple um, um, came to sign up as recruits, and their code name was Ball and Chain. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, we thought we thought so, uh, but the you know the, the arguing and, and, and things.
1: Uh, so you know, GI Joe has has always been a little bit uh, famous for the different little groups, like the sort of micro, the little uh, cliques, kind of.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you got the Dreadnoughts, you got Slaughters, Marauders, you got the you know the little. Then they had like Tiger Force, stuff like that. Well, this is the GI Joe. They had a whole set of recruits that were um, office Joes, okay. <laughs> and I don't know a lot about each one, but I know that there were six or seven members, and their code names were typical American office corporate type of uh, code names. Mm-hmm. So you've got a code name Buzzword, <laughs> code name Deep Dive. Uh, you have the GI Joe Wi-Fi. There's Offline, Pain Point. I think he was a sales uh representative uh big data, <laughs> data. <laughs> and uh and uh gi joe a uh, name downsize oh no and then the last one i heard about um was the gi joe work life balance specialist name me time <laughs>
0: Very zen guy.
1: Yeah, could you imagine the the card art? He'd have like a like a pastel sweater. You <laughs> <laughs> have like a little iPad with Netflix. Like you gotta find time for you, man.
0: And he's he's sitting next to a mirror, turning a quarter into it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Code name. Yeah, it was either me time or self help, but I think me time. Now I think we could probably get these all action figures made of these if we had a successful Kickstarter camp which we'd need to um, there's a joke for that, go name CrowdSource No, oh, definitely <laughs> <laughs> so I think the way to get G.I.J. rebooted is to not include any of those characters,
0: no, probably not I mean, unless you want to do a variant like how um uh, Masters of the Universe did uh, Wonder Bread He-Man.
1: Yes, or the or Molar. Yeah, the Eternity <laughs> Dennis Although I I so really clearly only, all of these
0: guys will be at Odd Lots.
1: Yeah, oh, <laughs> yes. I, I do like group text with uh, the Owl Evite. <laughs> That's a must. That that figure has to happen definitely. But the rest can just. I'm glad they didn't make it. Well, I think we successfully rescued G.I. Joe, if anyone would just listen
0: to oh, us. I mean, put us on staff. Just give us um, uh, total control for mm, two years, and we will make uh, millions. We just need to control uh, Hasbro, AMC,
1: the CW, and uh, what else? I mean, that's not asking too much. I don't think so. Oh, we got this. Yeah. Clearly, our our resumes show experience in
0: all these realms. Our extensive resumes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, are we are we going to um, bother with um, um, what's coming next?
1: Well, you know, maybe we should just uh, maybe we should just let people wonder
0: or suggest. That is how way of saying we're uh, rescuing Wonder Wonder Years next. Wow, or the Wonder Twins.
1: Yes. Uh, we have had some suggestions, though. Thanks for the feedback. Thanks for the. Uh, thanks for everyone who's listened. We've had some uh, some people ask for what they want next.
0: We'll take it into a, into uh, under advisement. Yeah, that's right. Um, so um, so that is uh, Joe. Um Mr. Decker. If um, people wanted to read up more about uh, your G.I. Joe thoughts or uh, contact you, where where could they go?
1: They should go to http cool. colon backslash, backslash underscoopfire.com. And then there's a navigation bar and there's a G.I. Joe category. Everything under it is unbelievably amazing to read. Yes. Do it now. Share every one of them. And leave them all open in your browser for days and days and days. So that anyone who happens to walk by or glance at your computer can stop and read and share with their friends. friends and around. tell your friends to get with my friends and we can, we can be, friends. be friends. Shit, we could do this, we every, can do this, every, week. this every weekend. <laughs> <Okay. All
0: right. laughs> is that all right with and, you?
1: And with that, cheese, eggs, keep and milk is great.
0: like dummies, uh. I love you call me, big Puck, but you got the gun up in your waist, please don't shoot up the place, wow. cause I see some ladies tonight that should be having my baby, baby, uh. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Puff Daddy, Biggie Smalls, Junior Mafia, represent baby, baby, uh.
3: Experience military
2: combat like never before. This is inside the battlefield. The weather Dominator. September 10th, 1984. Mother Nature was on the rag. But was it merely her time of the month?
4: Bow before Cobra and my Weather Dominator.
3: Humidity
4: so high, no ass crack will ever be dry again! An eternity of swamp bass! <laughs> My gosh, that could send oil prices skyrocketing! Can you
2: imagine? Gasoline for over a dollar a gallon? G.I. Joe, the nation's elite anti-terrorist task force with the nation's least oppressive dress code, leapt into action. Almost immediately, two top Joes were captured and forced to duel in the Cobra's auditorium in a desperate bid to drive concession sales.
3: (laughs) That was crazy. Imagine if the Nazis had captured Eisenhower and put the war on pause so they could watch him fight a mute dude in a ninja outfit. No offense, Snake Eyes. Oh, great. The Etch-A-Sketch. I can't even read
2: that. Much like Britney Spears' fragile psyche, the Weather Dominator was split into three fragments and scattered around the Earth. Which was kind of a shocker. The complexity of a Weather Dominator, you'd think more than three pieces, but no. Destro, how did that make you feel? Like this. Thus was launched a three-fronted battle, engaged first on the island of No Return, today at Santos
4: Resort. I signed up to travel the world, pay for college, and shoot lasers at guys in masks, which had always been a dream of mine. Then I heard we were going to the island of No Return. I mean, who the fuck sends a 19-year-old kid to... <laughs> I mean, f- man. Some attempting to return from the island of No Return would find returning difficult. My dearest Clara, this is our fourth day on the island of no return. We've been circling around looking, looking for an, for an ion, ion Cory to,
3: to stop Cobra the- from compiling their weather dominator. Food is scarce and morale is low. Lam, I never understood that last part.
2: That last part was Mori getting shot.
3: Oh, that makes sense now. Oh, oh Mori! <laughs>
2: Next, the fight for the Hydra Master Fragment erupted in another remote locale, the Palace of Doom.
4: Otherwise known as my mother-in-law's house.
2: (laughs) I kid, but seriously, don't marry Jewish.
3: Gartan! We're late for Seder!
2: Kill me. Meanwhile, the battle for the final Fragment led to an impromptu hockey game.
4: That was the most fun I ever had as a Joe.
2: It was pretty hilarious. We should have all been court-martialed.
4: Firing lasers at the last piece of the Weather Dominator worth billions of dollars? Whoa, Cobra Commander would have had our nuts for that. And speaking of nuts... so cold, shrinkage on an epic scale.
2: Oh, my scrotum was like the size of a walnut.
4: I think my testicles might have actually retracted into my body. It was like reverse puberty. I was quite comfortable. A
2: last-ditch assault on the Cobra stronghold decided the final outcome. G.I. Joe had emphatically planted an American flag in Cobra's ass, both metaphorically and in one unfortunate case, quite literally.
3: We flew in, beat him like mixed-race stepchildren, and Cobra Commander went to prison. And he promptly escaped. Ooh, boy, the other countries of the world were pissed. They wanted him put to death immediately, but we kind of dragged our heels, and by that time, Zartan had busted him out with a wicker basket thing and a remote-controlled snake or something. Oh, good times, good times. Oh, for God's sakes, just stop.